Welcome to it, uh, a brand new edition of Try Talk SA. My name's Brad Brown. Uh, it's been a while. Apologies. Things have just been absolutely manic, but uh, we are back up and running. Uh, it's been a, an interesting uh, time, I can tell you that much. Uh, if you've been following my journey on uh, Twitter, you'll have known that I jetted off to uh, Switzerland to take on Ironman Zurich just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it was an amazing, amazing experience. And I think uh, maybe I should put a blog post together uh, about our time in Zurich. And uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I must say it was pretty cool having Paul Kay welcome uh, me home onto uh, the blue carpet. It's a blue carpet in Switzerland. But uh, yeah, very cool race. Uh, there were about 2,600 athletes, I think it was, from 70 different nations. Yep, you heard right, 7-0, uh, a, a huge international race. And uh, yeah, pretty cool to be able to race in Europe. It's my first international race. Uh, and obviously with the work I've been doing for Ironman South Africa, uh, wasn't able to race in South Africa this year and probably won't be able to race uh, Ironman South Africa for a while to come. Uh, so yeah, looking at, at international races and Zurich was definitely uh, a cool one to do first up. So uh, it was it was pretty exciting. And speaking of Ironman and Ironman South Africa, fifty one fifty Bella Bella, just around the corner, a few weeks away. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm not racing, but I will be there to welcome you home. I'm going to be announcing. So looking forward to that. If you are uh, training, I hope the training is going well for 5150. There's a few uh, other races coming up that are, are quite exciting as well. Some some new races I've heard through the grapevine will be announced very, very shortly, both uh, in Gauteng and the Western Cape. And then, obviously, uh, Midlands Ultra Try. Good news is uh, that has been picked as SA Long Course Champs, too. So lots of great races around the country, and we'll be chatting about some of those here on Try Talk SA. While I was in Switzerland, the Commonwealth Games were taking place. And uh, he's been uh, away, took a bit of a holiday in Europe as well, but he's back now. Uh, Triathlon South Africa's, or, or the coach of uh, Triathlon South Africa, uh, who was in charge of that team at the Commonwealth Games, who came home with two medals, Richard Murray with uh, bronze in the men's race, and then that impressive team silver. I'm talking about Lindsay Parry. Got him on the show this week to talk a little bit about so that Commonwealth Games campaign and just how everything worked out, and, and it was. It was a superb Games uh, for Team South Africa. So uh, let's get straight into my chat with Lindsay. Well, joining us on the show is Triathlon South Africa national coach, Lindsay Perry, who's just returned from Glasgow in the Commonwealth Games. Lindsay, welcome back to SA, first of all, and uh, congratulations on the result of the team. You must be stoked. Yeah, look, I'm really, really happy. Um, it's been a, a tough year. National Federation doesn't uh, have a, a lot of money, so it's just been really good to see how the athletes stay positive through all of it. They've had some up-and-down results through the season but when it really counted everyone did what well you know everyone did i was about to say what they needed to do but everybody performed above themselves um and we got a silver medal that uh, nobody in the world gave us a any hope except ourselves we we were we were gunning for it um but yeah just like such an incredible feeling to be there be part of it and to just see how everybody literally gave everything for for the good of the team yeah, Lindsay. I mean, it was a, it was an amazing games from a triathlon point of view. Uh, I mean, if you if you think of of the silver in in that uh, sort of team relay, but uh, for Richard Murray as well, a, a bronze in the, in the men's race, that was a superb performance uh, from from the youngster, wasn't it? 
Look, it was really good. I mean, his swim, it, we know he can run, but his swim is actually what set it up. Before the race, we were we were a little worried. Um, you know, the plan was that Henry must be in the front pack no matter what happens, but we didn't want Henry making the front pack, if that makes any any sense. So in other words, he had to be in it, but he we didn't want him being the swimmer leading it out because he is such a good swimmer that if he swam from the gun hard, then Richard really had no chance and there was going to be a slightly bigger pack forming and, and then Richard also may not even be in the second pack because it strings out so quickly. And so, you know, Henry played into that game perfectly. Um, you know, he only went to the front of the swim at about 1,300, which, you know, unfortunately did result in a break, but it was the Brownies that were away. It would have been awesome to see Richard racing the Brownies, but, you know, the reality is that they were probably favorites for, for gold anyway. And then, unfortunately, Henry had the accident. So we, we almost ended up in the in the ideal scenario where we had our man in the front pack. We had uh, Vian and Richard working nicely in the, in the second pack, uh, but it was Richard's really good swim uh, that, that set it up. And, you know, before the race, I could see Richard was a little bit, like, worried, like, What's going to happen? Am I going to be in no man's land? Am I going to have people to cycle with? And when he got up out of the water at the end of the first lap and realized, you know, it's still one big pack and I'm in this, you know, you could almost see the attitude dive in the change in the dive. Uh, and then, yeah, once he was in that pack, you know, he was in no man's land. No one in the pack was going to work for him because they know that if the cap, you know, if they catch the brownies, the brownies are going to run away from them anyway. And, if they stay as they are, Richard's going to run away from them anyway. But if they work hard to catch the Brownies, then they've got no chance of beating Richard. So it was one of those things where Richard suddenly became a favorite for a bronze, uh, and he executed so well on the run. I mean, he really just put the race together, but it was the, the swim that set it up for him. Yeah, and, and Lindsay, you mentioned Henry Skuman. I think uh, a lot needs to be said about Henry. He's, he's, he's still a youngster. Uh, there's a lot of potential there. He was unlucky uh, in, in that race coming off, but a superb, superb race for, for him as well. And, and, and it just bodes well on the men's side. I mean, you mentioned Vian Sulvalt as well, who is a, a former junior world champion. We, we've just got such depth uh, coming through in, yeah. in the men's side of things. The ladies race, uh, Katie Roberts uh, unlucky as well on, on, on that bike, but, but Jill Sanders had a, had a good day out as well. Well, Jill had a terrible swim, which made it hard for her. So I think in the end, it worked out fortunate that her and Kate ended up together on the bike after Kate's fall. Uh, but, you know, Jill swam so well in the relay that, you know, her and I and, and, and myself and her coach, we had the conversation. If you can swim on the hip of the best girls, and they didn't leave her at all. I mean, it's not like she was hanging on in the swim. She swam with them for 400 meters and the relative intensity goes up so if she can do it for 400 she can do it for 750 if she can do it for 750 she can do it for 1500 so i hope that the relay also gave joel the confidence to now really step up because her run is always a top 10 run she always runs a top 10 run but her swim is so inconsistent and she very very seldom makes the front pack so she had an okay race after the swim which to be honest was a was a bit of a disaster um but again, you know, the confidence you get from winning a major medal at a championships, all four that were involved in the relay, I expect them to really close out the season with some some strong performances. And, I mean, Kate's already shown that. You know, the confidence she gained from having such a good race in the relay, 
she came second at London Tri, which is the biggest triathlon in the world. So, um, yeah, I was just just so positive about what's going to happen for the rest of the year for all five of the, the members of that team. Let's talk about that that relay, Lindsay. It, it was amazing to watch. I was I was in Switzerland uh, at the time, and and I sat watching it. It was the day before my my race, and I was just so stoked. Uh, and, and particularly, I mean, I'm happy for all four, but particularly for Kate, someone who's who's been such a, a great servant for South African triathlon over the years, and and has had. I mean, let's be honest, she's had rotten luck a, a lot of times, and things just really clicked for her uh, and the rest of the team on race day, and and. The, the three who, who led Richard out essentially put him in a position, and you mentioned where he was sitting in the bike where, where people were too scared to chase because they knew if he was there, he was going to kill them in the run. And, and it, it worked exactly that way in the relay again. I mean, that guy from New Zealand, I can't remember his name, who was between the, the, the Brownies. Yeah, he must be kicking himself because he sat up. And, and I don't know what he was thinking, but there's no chance he's, he's going to have a go against Richard in, in that run. And, and Richard, just you could just sense that confidence that Richard knew if he got off with these guys into the run, that's it. He's, he's, got, he's got the silver. And, and, and he just smashed them on the run. And, and, and as, as, as well as he ran in that run, it was the other three who set that up. Yeah, so look, Ryan was, was caught in the proverbial rock in a hard place. You know, he was out there working himself really hard and he knew he had three really strong cyclists coming from behind. I mean, Jones um, and uh, Aaron Royal, I think it was, that was with him on... No, 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 sorry, it was uh, uh, Ryan Bailey from Australia You know, the, and Richard. The three of them are, are very strong cyclists. So he kind of knew that they were going to catch him. Uh, and if he worked too hard, he would then have no chance on the run. Ryan's mistake was in transition. He made a mistake in transition. And then he was gone because Ryan is a is a really good runner. He's inconsistent, but he's a really good runner. But you know, the thing that struck me for the relay was that everybody everybody had to do their part. And if you look, you know, if you if you're not educated in triathlon and you're just watching it because it's an exciting race, you would have looked at Kate's race and gone, "Well, the girls got away from her in the run." But it was so important that Kate got out. I mean, remember she's swimming with the girls that created the break the breakaway in the, the ladies' race. So she was under a lot of pressure in the swim, and she had an excellent swim and an even better transition, which set her up for such a nice bike. And then, yes, she lost a bit of time on the run, but if at any point in that run she'd given up and said, you know, I've lost it, I've blown it for the team, we would not have been able to come back. But the fact that she fought every step all the way until she got to the line, that allowed Henry to use his swimming and biking strength to get himself back into a position so that he was now back in the medal race in the group. And he ran, look, we've always known he had the potential to run like that, but anyone else again watching would have thought, oh my word, where did he pull that run up from? Because there he was. He didn't give a inch to a guy like Aaron Royal, who's finished in the top, the top 10 in almost every world WTS race he's done this season. He hung on to him like glue, handed over to Jill, who as far as I'm concerned, was play of the day. Like, Jill really, really showed her her talent and ability, and no, no nobody watching who's in triathlon would have expected that performance from her, but we always knew that she could give it. We've been talking about getting a medal at the Relay World Champs if we can just get our whole team together there and fit, and she showed why. She also, she got on to the girls' hills that were in the lead pack 
in the girls' race. And she stuck on their heels and did not leave them. Not, she didn't give them one centimeter. And then, of course, everybody knows Richard's world class. And the shorter the race gets, the better he is. So from there, I was very confident about the silver until the last 500 meters when the race for bronze launched Bailey and Jones right back up to Richard. And it really was only like that I'd gone all the way up to the top of the course. And I could say, Richard, the race for third is bringing them back into the race for second. And he turned around and looked and was, whoa. <laughs> and he, he literally just had enough in the bag to hang on and, and ended up taking it by one second. But, but tight in the end. But uh, yeah, fantastic performance nonetheless. And, and let's talk about the fifth member of that team. He wasn't in the relay, but he plays an important part in that team. And it's, uh, it's good that that sort of competition breeds uh, sort of success. And, and a guy by, like Vian Sulvalt, I mean, he, he is class. He's still very young and he's got a long career ahead of him. Yeah, look, he punctured in the main race with four Ks to go. Decided not to get a new wheel and just ride and limit the damage as much as possible. But it meant he came in almost two minutes down on the on the main pack. And he had an incredible run. And his run was so good that he actually ended up catching Henry. So there was a little bit of chatter about, well, should we have should we have uh, Vian in the team or not have Vian in the team? And look, he's such an incredible, strong, all-round athlete that the result probably would have been very similar. But I just felt that uh, on that short format, and I've seen Henry go out with the Brownleys at Hamburg the last two years, and I was like, no, for the, for the 1,600, I've, I've got confidence uh, in, in Henry. Look, I had confidence in Vion too. Coached him for years and years and years, but I just I felt like we're not going to change this. And, yeah, in the end... Uh, it was justified and it was just a fantastic performance. Yeah, and, and so I have no doubt that Vian's turn will come as well. I mean, he is a, a class, class act and he's got a long career ahead of him. Lindsay, thanks for your time uh, and uh, yeah, congratulations to you as well. You must be uh, you one of the unsung heroes of, of that team and, and, and two medals at the, at the Commonwealth Games. Uh, you must be pretty proud of yourself. Well done. Uh, no, I'm very, very happy. And that's it for this edition of Try Talk SA. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, if you're interested in uh, the Banting diet, uh, the diet that Prof Tim Noakes uh, speaks and writes about, uh, I've got some exciting news. I've been working pretty closely with Prof Noakes over the last few months. Uh, we've launched a new podcast. If you if you haven't checked it out, it's called Ask Prof Noakes. Uh, and you can get to the website, askprofnokes.com. Uh, you can ask uh, the prof your question. We'll answer it. It's a three times a week podcast, Monday, Wednesday, Friday it comes out. But uh, the good news is we've been getting lots of questions from athletes, runners, cyclists, triathletes, about how to make the switch uh, from fueling on carbohydrates to fueling on fat. And uh, there are a lot of great questions. Funnily enough, a lot of them are the same. So what we've done is I've worked really hard over the last uh, sort of month or so and put together some training that I think might help you. So if you want to find out more about it, okay, we're going to be launching that in just over a week's time. But if you want to be the first to find out, all you need to do is head over to this domain, okay, trytalksa.co.za forward slash L-C-H-F. That's low-carb, high-fat, okay? So trytalksa.co.za forward slash L-C-H-F. And if you click on that link, uh, head to that page, pop your details in there, and as soon as we're ready to launch, you'll be the first to know, okay? So that website, once again, trytalksa.co.za forward slash H-F-L-C. So high-fat, 
low carb. That's what you need to know. Until next time, from myself, Brad Brown, have yourself a brilliant week, and we'll chat soon. Cheers. Cheers.